The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. All right, there's been too much negativity around here inside the SWBC podcast studio. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Mick Shots, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And Mickey has just brought it to our attention, some positivity. You can talk all you want to about the Cowboys having not won a road playoff game in 30 years, their record against Tom Brady. But what's their record, Mickey, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs? Well, postseason series record, Dallas leads the series two to nothing. There you go. There's You're some welcome. positivity. You're welcome, Cowboy fans. And by God, <laughs> last time they faced them on January 9th of 1983, they spanked them 30 to 17. 83. And, and there was another playoff meeting the previous year, and it was even worse. In January of 1982, it was 38 to nothing, the Cowboys. Boy, and there's was, a man in the room right here who was, was very club. much a part of that both was of those a stompings. Ball club, baby. That's when the Cowboys were the Cowboys. So is it okay to go back, what, 40 years? If we can go back 30 years, we can go back 40 yeah. years. Or if we can go back 20 years. Because the first time Tom Brady beat the Cowboys was in 2003. <laughs> right? 2003. And you know how they clubbed them? Hmm. 12 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Just ripped them <laughs> with Tom Brady at quarterback. What kind of offense did we have? Quincy Carter. Oh, okay. Is that like. Say no more. Is that a verb? Yes. <laughs> the Cowboys got Quincy Carter. The greatest coaching job of Bill Parcell's career. Is to be shut out. Getting that nothing. team. To no, into the playoffs. To 10 and 10 and 6, six the playoffs. in a wild card playoff berth. Yeah. Was that, that was better than the Super Bowl years. Better than the time Absolutely. that Everson Walls got his Super Bowl ring. Was that. With Bill Parcells as the head coach. Was that the Marion Barber? No, bar, that, no, that was, was, that was pre-Barber. Pre-Barber? Mm-hmm. Wow. Who was the running back? You remember? Hamrick? It was uh, Derek Hamrick. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say it right, did I? <laughs> I, did guess did, I said it It didn't matter. Name. No one remembers. <laughs> Hamrick. <laughs> no one remembers him anyway. They won, they won that game. They won that season. And if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, the fullback – might have led them in receptions. <laughs> if you look it up, in and the, if you're going to be, bit. if you're going, Richie to, Anderson, yes, who came with Parcells, if, or he was a Parcells player with the Jets. If you are going to be part of a masterful Bill Parcells team, then you know it was led by the defense and the running game. Mm-hmm. That you know he's going to take it out of the quarterback's hands and put it on his offensive and defense. And that would have been. I believe Darren Woodson's last season. Hmm. Had he already and, had he already broken the record? And by the way, no, he had broken his forearm. And <laughs> by the way, you got Hembrick right. 
Right. Mickey. You missed the first I name. I know, I know. It's Troy. I said, <laughs> I, said I know I did. I know. Well, you didn't correct. Well, you, you didn't you even corrected. know it was Hambrick. Hambrick. So what do you mean I did? making fun of me. What do you mean I he did? He didn't know who the running back was, right? <laughs> he thought you messed no, up I was his last a, name. Richie Anderson <laughs> led him in receiving with 69 catches for 493 yards. That's a fullback. Four touchdowns. He was the starting fullback. That's when, they had, receiver, that's when they had fullbacks. Leading receiver was Terry Glenn with 52 catches. <laughs> that's a good one, Terry Glenn. Out, uh, yeah, or leading receiver. Mm-hmm. Leading uh, receiver. Avion Quezon was on that team. Golly. Antonio Bryant was your number 88 on and that you, team. And, and let's just look. You guys ran Bill off after that masterful coaching job. No, he left. Yeah, he left of his own accord. Ran him off. No, because he couldn't handle losing. So that, that was his first game. year. That was his first year. You guys were afraid of him. They, no, I was not. The media, no, the media no, said that he was a bully. Don't be walking up and down the hall. The coaches, assistant coaches, were complaining because he was too tough on them. I heard about you know being built a tight. The assistant coaches were all his guys, by the way. To review the Parcells years, it was ten and six and making the playoffs in 03, and then it was six and ten. Because and you had no QB. They they cut Carter in training camp, and Vinny Testaverde at fifty years old had mm-hmm. to be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Tony Romo on his roster, yeah. which he did not like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 05... After drafting DeMarcus Ware and Marcus Spears in the first round, and it was a great draft beyond that, too, including Jay Ratliff in the Mm -hmm. seventh round. Um, It was a 9-7 season in 05 and then 9-7 in 06, which ended on the snap on the field goal attempt. Oh, God. And then, they, and then just, a couple of days later... He, he was just whipped. I'm pretty there were, sure there were several <laughs> days passed, and then one day Bill Parcells took his baseball bat and got in his car and drove away. And he, he walked away from Valley I'm Ranch sure with won. his baseball bat at his side. I'm sure he wanted Remember to that? beat somebody with that but bat. But he, uh-huh. he didn't do it soon enough because uh, that allowed Mike Zimmer to leave and go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he might have been the head coach. Well, it's still hmm. you guys. And now you know it's still the, the rest fall. of the story. No, it was the not. Me, the, I heard you guys were so afraid no, of him. No. You went running to saying, Jerry Jones, <laughs> see? sniveling, see? saying things like, he's too mean. You guys. Jerry. You Mr. guys. Mr. Jones, he's too right? mean. Yeah. Well, can you get somebody in here nicer? Forget the fact that we're working with, with spit and paste over you here. You know what? I hate to tell you, but you got this one wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. You okay. got this one wrong. That's he just w- what I heard. He was beloved in the business. It's funny that we, and this is all uh, just impromptu, talking about Bill Parcell. I That's thought my of, guy, man. Yeah, what I, y'all dogged my guy, man. When I got in my truck to, to leave home to come here, this is what crossed my mind. I was thinking about Mickey, and sometimes on these this show, Mickey sometimes can get like if a tour comes through in the windows behind Mickey, that sometimes he can get distracted. Yeah. And so the thought occurred to me that I wonder if Bill Parcells could coach Mickey, who because Mickey that was not a Mickey, distractible player. <laughs> Mickey when can I'm be working, a distract. He's the most distractible player on this show. Absolutely not. Uh, 
<laughs> he went drop down. He dropped am, a dime on Paul I am the most realistic one on this show. <laughs> you were the beat writer. Uh, you could have handled this in a different way, I do believe. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you would. <laughs> Me and Bill were like this. Then you should have taken, you should have protected him. He did. He had I respect did. for you. I Mickey. got the you stuff did. out of Bill I needed. There you mm -hmm. go. I wasn't going to help everybody else. Okay. All right, which brings us to, I don't know how we got there, but here we are talking, well, maybe it's because we started talking about Tom Brady. And... No, because I pointed out Tom Brady's first That's right. victory over the Cowboys. As a matter of fact, I went back and looked. His first victory over the Cowboys was 2003. None of those guys are still on this team. Uh, the second victory. Yeah, well, although Witten tried to get here. <laughs> Witten tried yeah. to stay around longer. 2007, 2007 was the next victory, and none of those guys are here. 2011 was the next victory. Tyron Smith, I think, was the only player still here from that team. And in 2015, uh, 2015, there were... Zach Martin, mm -hmm. Lawrence, and Tyron Smith. And then in 2019, there's uh, 15 guys on this current team that played in that game. And then last year, there's everybody. And this year, there's everybody. No, no. not everybody <laughs> from last year, as a matter okay, of fact. Okay, this year, there's everybody. This year is most everybody, but not everybody <laughs> that started in that first game, mm -hmm. by the way. Things changed. And they held... Tom Brady to 19 points and an 87 quarterback rating. One touchdown, yep. one interception, and Tom Brady didn't beat the Cowboys. Well, the that Tampa defense. Bay defense yes. beat And that's the, the point, and that's a point Jerry Jones made yesterday. It's, you're not playing Tom Brady, you're playing Tom Brady's team. And that's been the problem facing Tom Brady's team for virtually every team in the league the last 20 years is he's always been on a very good team. Well, what you see with Tampa is their defense is almost like if you were going to try and slow down a fast-break basketball team, that's what their defense does. They keep the game intact until you can get situational football from Tom Brady. So – if, you, if you're not going to go up by at least two scores, then they're going to always be within striking range. And that defense has made sure that that's been the case as they have righted the wrong from earlier this season. And when McCarthy was asked the question, what makes those quarterbacks like Brady, Montana, Favre, Rodgers great, he said situational football. These guys love to play two-minute drill, yes. Yes. and he goes, and that's when they excel. Mm -hmm. So you better be ahead of them by more than the one point yeah. the Cowboys were last year when yep. they drove and scored and went up 29-28 with 124 to go. Mm -hmm. And in 122, they kicked a field goal to beat the Cowboys 31-29. And, and not, it's not just the two-minute drill. There are certain situ, still certain situations that you can categorize as situational football, such as you get close to midfield. He's going to take a shot. To me, that's situational football. Certain, certain points of a ball game that he's predictable, um, and most quarterbacks are predictable. 
And that's where you need to play strong and smart. McCarthy's uh, exact quote was, the common denominator is the way they play the two-minute drill, almost something they live for, always in it if they have time and downs. And you know what? He's absolutely right. And, and here's the thing. I, I don't care who you are. Everyone shows a pattern. And sometimes you see where great quarterbacks draw other things. They draw penalties out of your secondary. I don't know how many times we've seen it with Mahomes. He finally get a chance to get a, get a shot at Mahomes in the, in the pocket. You sack him, but he downfield, there's a holding call. You know, and that bailed him out. Or Rodgers snapping the ball early to get you two many those minutes on things, the field. Right? All of those things that kind of uh, stacks the chips in, in that uh, quarterback's favor. And we have done that as well, uh, not as consistently. But, you know, when you take a look at, say, even the Texans game, you know, we had them right where we want them when we won the two-yard line. All we had to do was drive down 98 yards and score. Oh, did the Cowboys do that? The Cowboys did that. Dak Prescott Dak quarterback? Prescott did that. I believe he went like four for four on that drive, and C.D. Lamb showed up. That's why I thought out. Bill was starting when he got in his car thinking, oh, yeah, this has been overreaction <laughs> One game, right? As a matter of fact, in that game last year against Tampa Bay, Dak Prescott outplayed Tom Brady. Oh, there's no doubt about it. He threw for more yards. Um, he had fewer interceptions. He took Cowboys the game Cowboys had over. more total yards in the game. And it had nothing to do with the running game. And his quarterback rating was 101-4 to Brady's 97.0. And that was on grass in Tampa. Oh, they did that on grass. <laughs> they did that on grass. <laughs> Son of a God's grass. God's green grass. And it was good grass because it was, it was September. Grass. That's right. <laughs> Wasn't this painted stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, since it's a Monday game, I assume that they've given the Cowboys an extra day off this week. The players are have an extra day off, and so this uh, this Wednesday is a Tuesday. Is that right, Mickey? No, it's not. Bill. No, it's not. You can it's tell a, it's, it's playoff bon- time. It's the bonus day. Um, and there are a lot of people out there who said they needed a bonus day of work. They this won't. Week. They oh, won't. that's right. They're tired. <laughs> they won't I keep put the pads tired on. here. Yeah, they won't put the pads on today, but they'll do kind of a glorified walkthrough practice, and they're in meetings and all of their practices are glorified <laughs> <laughs> walkthrough practices. Come on, don't be old man. I, I am that guy. I'm sorry, forgive me. Sorry, they didn't have a salary cap back there. <laughs> Well, how about more free agency? Couldn't it get guys hurt in practice, hey, right? Speaking, had that creative plan B free agency. Go ahead. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of hurt, when yes. we come back here on Mix Shots, I want an update from Mickey on who is not hurt and back at practice as this Tampa Bay playoff week. Super wildcard playoff Super week gets wildcard. underway. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. 
No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing. Mm. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home. Have your roof by checked by choice, not by chance. Call now. 214-225-4860. And you can find them online at capepostcompany.com. You know what? I really was wondering this, if there might be some sort of a way that Cowboys fans could get together to watch the game on Monday. I, I believe wonder, there is. I wonder if, the, if anything's <laughs> been planned. Ederson, do you know of anything that's been being planned anything. for Monday for Cowboys fans I've, to I get together to that. watch? I've you you haven't been called for an appearance? I have not. I was kind of hoping that we would do something like that. Because? I've done it twice, well, three times. In the past, Everson, is there anything in front of you that would just that would, that would describe? Thank you, thank you, Chris, because they're asking me some open-ended questions here. <laughs> but here we've got the 2022 Wild Card Watch Party at oh. Miller Lighthouse. Oh, there is a watch there party. Is. There is a watch party. All Dak right. Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are heading to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the Wild Card Round of the 2022 NFL Playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music, and more. Gates open at 5.30 p.m. and kickoff is at 7.15. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash 2022 playoffs. All right. Playoffs. Well, we expect you to be out there. I wish I was. That would be fun. They need somebody we to, used to sign do it out, autographs. We used to do it right out here. And uh, the, the young lady that left, you know, we used to do that out here. And we had a good time. Everybody was out there. The, the, the stadium, I'm sorry, the, the field. For the playoffs? Was, it was for just regular season oh. games. On Tostitos Championship Plaza? Yes, yes, sir. We, we did that at least three times that I know of. Well, they're going to have it at the big stadium this time. This is the playoffs. That's right. That's right. the difference. That's right. All right. So, Mickey, uh, do we have a any idea of where things stand with the injured players as we well, kick off this week? According to Mike McCarthy, everybody is slated to begin practice uh, today. For whatever they do today, everybody's supposed to be in. Tyler Biotish, Jonathan Hankins. 
Leighton Vander Esch and Deron Bland. I think those are the four main guys that they need back on the field. To me, the most important one, obviously after last week, I think that Biotis getting back into Funny about that, shape. since a lot of people to start the season wanted him out of here. Didn't think he was good enough to play in the league. After well, they I, saw him play for one year. After after seeing our offensive line, I think he's the only candidate that can play center well on this team. Well, at least everybody else could go back where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing. Uh, and so it looks like if all goes well, and you'll probably find out more after they uh, put the pads on either Thursday or Friday. Uh, so they, there will not be a practice at. report today because it's Tuesday. It's a Monday game, right? Uh, they don't need to. They don't, they don't need do. To put one yeah, out, I think that's right. I think that's right. Yes. So uh, that bodes well, uh, and especially uh, well to get Layton back out there at linebacker. You know, everybody worries about him being out there to call the plays. Ah, Everson can call the plays. He's got a helmet on with a little speaker in it or a hearing mm-hmm. aid. Uh, it's a matter of once you get and you see what they're doing and they turn that thing off, then that guy's got to make be able to make adjustments right. or read what's going on with his experience mm-hmm. of playing inside. Damone Clark's got, what, eight games of NFL experience? Anthony Barr is used to being – more on the line of scrimmage, uh-huh. not behind the line of scrimmage and having to read things. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that was a, a huge loss. Uh, that should help the defense. Uh, Hankins, if he's healthy enough, ready to go, I don't know how many snaps, uh, to just take up some space and keep those offensive linemen off the Cowboys linebackers. Um, and have another guy in there they got to pay attention to other than Micah Parsons. Uh, and depending where he lines up, so I must admit, Odigazua had a very aggressive game. You know, mm-hmm. actually, he and Chauncey Golston, who was a defensive end, and they moved him inside, mm-hmm. and he played much more inside these last couple games, and they're really happy with what they've seen. And you know what? The other day, he walked by me, and I'm going, "Man, he's big." I, I didn't, because when he came here, he was built. I thought more like a defensive end, right? But I think he's grown into like a three technique defense. You say grown into. Grown into. <laughs> that means he's been eating well, probably. He's, he's, I, I bet he's 20 pounds heavier than what wow. he got. I, I'm guessing. That I, adds I to know. a low center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have that, that base. As you have Nate to. Newton in Frisco <laughs> always likes to tell me. He had, uh, what, 11 tackles in the game the other day? I think uh, it was what it was. I can tell. Is that, that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Golston. Yeah. And Odigazua wasn't far behind. Mm-hmm. Odigazua had seven tackles in the game, and Golston had 11 tackles. 22 snaps, and, and according to the uh, game book, anyway. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, know what, I don't know what the Cowboys uh, coaches well, grading the film The game came book's up pretty with. good at yeah. that point. So that's pretty impressive. And uh, but then again, against Tampa Bay, they never run the ball, so there won't be any tackles for the. I, I think tackles. they're going to have to run the ball too. If they come out just throwing the ball, I think that gives us a better chance to win. I truly do. If when it's the teams that run on us and keep us off balance, 
Keep us honest. Those are the ones that we have problems with in the playoffs. And if you're going to be a successful playoff team, that's how you should approach it offensively. Well, in the season opener, they ran it 33 times Mm -hmm. for 152 yards. With a healthy Leonard Fournette. Yes. Mm -hmm. And two of the the runs that kind of hurt them at times, they, they did the jet sweep with Julio Jones. Yes. And he didn't play for six weeks after that. Right, because he was <laughs> he was so old sore. Right? Got sore. He wasn't right? ready for that. He had three catches for 69 yards. <laughs> yeah, too. he went deep Four, on Brown once. Did you get Fournette's numbers? 21 carries, 127, 127. yards. Yeah. And that and, was coming off of uh, being 30 pounds overweight coming into training camp. Boy, he looked like a beast in that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, – it I seems like it seems like it, up with him again. it's so long ago. It seems like, <laughs> um, and remember Brady missed a you know a week or two in training camp mm-hmm. coming into that yeah, uh, game two yeah. or three. Yeah, so and they had offensive line problems too. They sure did. Well, they didn't have any problems in that opener. Mm-mm. They scored nineteen points. Would you take 19 points Monday night? I would take, take your 19. chances. You think I the Cowboys can get to 20? I I do. I do. I, I agree. I think we. I think there's been an overreaction to the Washington game. Um, those things happen. We know they happen. Uh, and the offensive line was not the offensive line you are hoping to put out there this Monday night. The one that's been carrying us the whole yeah, season, right? Yep. We talked about it. Going they, into they, that, they Washington carry game. Cooper Rush into all the victories, right? And continue to protect Dak and put up all the points that we have. This so season. the only guy missing is Terrence Steele, and you just hope uh, that Tyron Smith. Um, this will be, I think, his fifth start at uh, right tackle. Um, will be more in tune to speed rushers than he was. Yeah, in, in he that was not game. having a good time yeah. last week. I don't know. The speed rushers weren't slowed down by the grass. That's all I know. And we were we were talking about it yesterday. How <laughs> I know he's he's gonna continue to press that issue. <laughs> I, I, like I said, all I know is what you said yesterday, and we didn't mention it on the show. Dak Prescott was seeing ghosts. There's yeah. no doubt about it. He was he was imagining things that he knew was there, but they were a little bit further away than he had expected. And he was trying to get passes off with no follow-through. It was with a panic, you know, and you can't rush those kind of throws, especially when the DBs are in such tight coverage. And that's what we ran into in the first game against Tampa. The tight coverage was pretty awesome coming from Tampa Bay's side, and it made us, it made us ineffective. But if you remember in that game, there was no Michael Gallup. Mm-mm. Uh, the third receiver at that time was Dennis Houston. Uh, and Noah Brown was the second receiver. Houston was the third receiver. And Lamb was in his first game as the number one receiver. I think they held him to two catches, if I remember correctly. I think their secondary is still a close coverage secondary. Mm-hmm. And Dak needs to be a little bit more in tune to – uh, the game plan in regards to as he is at home. Like, when he's at home, he has much more command in the pocket. Uh, he feels freely to improvise more at home. Check down. Check down, as well as taking off himself and just salvaging what you can as a quarterback, as a runner. Those kind of things really throws off 
the defense. And then when he finally gets a chance to sit in the pocket, that's when you have a little bit more time. They're looking for you to scramble. But here you go, CD's open down the field, Brown's open down the field, and we can take advantage in that manner. And um, don't forget your tight ends. Oh, man. They're going to be key. Right? They're going to be key. Anytime you have close coverage like that on the outside, then the tight end is the answer. And we tried that against Tennessee, but we couldn't keep the defensive lineman out. Yeah. Michael Parsons has been active on Twitter here in the last hour. Let me guess why. He was left off the NFL PA first team all pro selection. NFL Players Association? Players Association. They started something new. (laughs) And before I go. You want to hear what Micah had to say about it? Yeah. And then I'll. Well, I can't say everything that Micah had to say about it, but it's a simple tweet 53 minutes ago. Man, I'm in playoff mode. Profanity, that list, exclamation point. Congrats to those that made it, though. They deserve it. So this was the vote by the players. That started with an EFF? Uh, yes. yes. Started with yes. an E. e. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> players cannot vote for themselves or their teammates. Okay. Uh, if you miss five or more games, you weren't allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Players voted for position group they play in and line up against. So, for example, centers could vote for the best center, the best nose tackle, the best interior defensive lineman, the best off-the-ball linebackers. The Cowboys' only selection on offense, and this was pretty predictable, was right guard Zach Martin. And I think they kind of got it right. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Kyle, is it Juszczyk? Juszczyk. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Left tackle, Trent Williams. Left guard, Joel Bitonio. Uh, Kelsey at center, Martin and Lane Johnson. Defensively, edge rushers, Nick Bosa. And Miles Garrett. And see, I don't know if people look at Parsons as an edge rusher, right? I mean, he plays all over. Interior defensive lineman, Chris Jones and Aaron Donald. I don't think you're going to argue with that. Nose tackle, Dexter Lawrence, the Giants. Off the ball linebacker, Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. I don't know about Fred. I know he had a lot of tackles. Oh, Fred can play. Yeah. No, I'd give Fred some love, no doubt. So cornerback Patrick uh, Sertain and Darius Slay. Safety Minka Fitzpatrick uh, and strong safety Derwin James. So you can be uh, selected if you've missed over five games. No, if you 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 couldn't vote. Exactly, but you can be selected. Yes, yes. Because Aaron Donald has missed quite a few games. Kick returner Cordero. Patterson. Cordell. Cordell. Mm-hmm. Patterson. Punt returner. Cavante Turpin. <laughs> How about that? Oh, they love this guy. That's good. Core special teamers, Jeremy Reeves and Justin Hardy. Kicker, Jason Myers. Punter, Tommy Townsend. And long snapper, Morgan. Tommy Townsend's better than Anger? Um, so, 
Maybe he he didn't drop us. No. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> I didn't say that. Maybe that last. You <laughs> said the the ones who vote on it are people who play that position yeah. and people. Oh, both. 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 Okay. Yeah. So who plays against the long snapper? <laughs> oh, they had a thing for special teams. For special, no one can line up over the long for snapper. For special teams <laughs> category, various player leaders from each locker room nominated their two the top players returning. for the ballot for special teams. So for Cavante, other teams probably said, "Oh, we're worried about him." Uh, so again, on special teams, the nominations came from special teams or core teamers. Yeah. Category: Various player leaders from each locker room nominated their two top players for the ballot. Okay. So, anyway, that means, once again, because Cavante didn't have a lot of votes from the fan voting for the Pro Bowl, so the coaches and the players must have voted for him. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it's the players voting for him, and obviously they understand his, his threat. We need to block better for him. Yes. Because I want to see this guy take it to he the just house. Hasn't we had need it. much room. Every time he gets room, then the, the gunner escapes on the outside. And that's and, – and I said this uh, earlier today, um, when he bobbled the fair catch and he didn't have an opportunity to regain it, mm -hmm. why was that guy so close to him? Right. Somebody didn't hold their block. Well, that, that's been pretty consistent. Right. Unfortunately, that's been very consistent. Yeah. And I, I don't I mean that was that was what I did with Victor Scott. Me and Victor Scott whooped the guy so bad one time on Thanksgiving. <laughs> the guy the, the commentary said it was unfair. That's how badly we beat this guy. And he was supposed to be one of those He was guys. a gunner. He was a gun. Man, we See that's we, something that's never talked about on the broadcast or anything. What uh Well he was supposed protection. to be so good they yeah. isolated on him. Yeah, okay. And it was Thanksgiving. So he only had so many games, you know, to look at. Sure. And we wore him out the entire game. Now it took two of us, but that's how you set up a return. Right. You know, and, and if you if it's gonna be two outside, you double team the outside, then the guy's inside. And that's the one that Turpin always says he's looking at. Are the ones coming from the inside. That's how he judges where he's gonna go when he catches the ball. So, do you, uh, this is random, but do you still have VHS copies of games that you played in? I did. You you I don't, don't still? No, I don't anymore. Mm -mm. I've had some. You know who it's got his uh, yearly notebook that he took before, like notes to give prayer for the game. Cliff Harris has got a closet full of. And you can read all his notes from when he was preparing for the game and, and the game plans for each game for all those years. I can imagine Charlie Waters has the same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Because Charlie is still calling out defensive plays. <laughs> so if Parsons was going to make this team, where should he have made it? Off the ball linebacker or edge rusher? He's more effective edge rusher. He, that's when he makes a, the bigger difference uh, for this defense. So I and I think I saw when these these votes took place because there was somebody that I didn't recognize in the locker room handing out ballots for players who wanted to participate. Not like every player would participate, right? You were monitoring the locker room. Uh, when I was monitoring the locker room, yes, <laughs> I know who's in there and who's not who's uh, not supposed to be in there. All right. Um, so yeah, there was only four of those guys and he didn't he didn't make it.
And Bosa had 18 and a half sacks this season. That's a good Yeah, point. but these this voting took place like, well, if it's what I saw. Well, it took it place before Cavante Turpin's <laughs> muff punt no, the other it, day. It was before. And Anger's muff the I thought it was before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was before Christmas. Uh, Everything was done right. Which, by the way, and we need to go to a break, but by the way, it's ridiculous that the Pro Bowl, especially now, because there's not a game to be played or, you know, it's just whatever, the Pro Bowl voting takes place before the end of the season. Just wait till the end of the season, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Naheem Hines... Kick, return two kickoffs for touchdowns in in the last game of the season. So who's and it's so rare this year that there have been any kickoff returns it for touchdown. To and so had the voting occurred to this week, Naheem Hines probably would have been a kick returner. Bill, in the half, AFC half the league wouldn't have been in their locker rooms to vote. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. Yeah, you can't do anything online. All right, we'll be back with more mix shots <laughs> or, in just a or, moment. Or require them to do so, right? <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Just steps away from the Dallas Cowboys world headquarters in Frisco. Visit the Star District, your destination for excellent dining, premier shopping, and exciting events. Visit stardistrict.com for more information. See, my read was so much smoother even mm. once I finally got it. Once you realized, uh, once you were I finally to realized do it. you guys were setting me up, but it was flawless. 
And you messed up on K-Post roofing. You that is like you're in your DNA right now. Mm-hmm. You ought to be able to <laughs> do that in your sleep now. <laughs> he messed he starts off messing times? up K-Post roofing. How you that's do that? The, that's that's the the beauty of it. When you're doing it in your sleep, you don't get it exactly right. No, beauty is what they call it. Is that what they call it? beauty? Yeah. Okay, got Just it. like they didn't get the first team all pro exactly yeah, right. right. Well, good. By the way, Aaron Donald made that list. And he played and started 11 games this year. So he missed six games. He had five sacks. That's too many. Well, I mean, this that's says, too many games missed. Too many games, games missed. He had five sacks. That if a player be. missed five or more games as of week 15 of the season, they were ineligible for a spot on the team. That's what it says. As of when? It says, if a player missed five or more games as of week 15. Okay, so that's when the voting occurred, week right. 15. So he I hadn't was, missed five yet. He hadn't by then. Yeah, by oh, he then. Hadn't. Okay, yeah, he yeah. and he missed all the rest? Yes. Right. 16, 17, and went. 18. Mm-hmm. So that's why he qualified, and his five sacks got him first team All-Pro. Five sacks? Mm-hmm. It was Aaron Donald. So. He causes problems. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt make it, too? Uh, he no, did. He, he did, did not. not. No. Um, all right, final couple of minutes here of uh, mixed shots. And anything else on your legal pad you want to get to? No, I think we took care of the Tom Brady uh, all right. discussion. Then since we just got a couple of minutes, I'm, this 17-game season I think is something that should not have been done. Hmm. And I think it's going. it, it potentially is going to impact – the NFL in a couple of years, and let me tell you why. All right, what we saw the last three weeks with the Cowboys, okay, with starting with the Philadelphia game, the way it, just take it from a Cowboys perspective, the last three games, how important were these last three games for the Cowboys? Well, the Philadelphia one was. It was important. However, going into that game, it was assumed by everybody – Philadelphia is going to win one of these last three games. Correct. So the luster was taken off that game because of the Jack the loss to Jacksonville the day before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, afterwards, afterwards. for all of us going into that week, okay, well, there's a chance, but how much of a chance really is there of the Cowboys winning the division? And okay, hurt, because it, hurt, it, it because Philadelphia had to lose three straight games the rest of the way. Then you got the Tennessee game, well, and Tennessee didn't have to play. I'm sorry, that for me personally, I can just speak for me personally, the luster was off that game because in, from a practical matter, with three games left in the season, all they had to do was win one of these last three games. Okay, Then the Tennessee game, it didn't matter from the Tennessee perspective. And then uh, the uh, last game, okay, yeah, technically Philadelphia can beat the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can lose to the Giants, whatever, but Hurts is coming back. It still, it, it didn't feel, and Washington was out of it, okay. Whereas before in a 16 game season, then the last two games wouldn't have mattered. Right. Well, then you diminish the last no, two no, games. No, here's what I'm. Because you had to play three more. Those games were important. I agree with you, Spags. I, here's, here's what I, I – when you have play more games, the value of the games are not as important as it when you play 
When you play 17 games, the value of the games are not as important as when you play 16 games. It depends on the previous games, It just depends on the situation. How many, how many backup or third-string quarterbacks were playing in, <laughs> in Week 18 of this season? But well, that was just that because, because they of got injuries. Because there's, there's, exactly, there's extra games being played. There, things have been decided. But they were hurt before the extra they, game. They were, but we had another extra game. Okay, And so what, what we're looking at is because there, there is more of a definition between the good teams and the bad teams, the more teams you play. Just like in baseball. They play 162 games in a baseball season. By, the, by August, you know which of the – basically, you have 10 of the 30 teams that are knocked out of it. Okay, But you still have drama with there, – There wasn't the same there, – there, I'm just telling you – as we go forward, there's not as going to be the same drama in these with the extra game with the 17th there game of the season. There was more drama in the league. All I, these all these I teams had to do this, I, this, or I this. Differ. I, diff, I, 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 I disagree. I disagree. Right? I disagree. And here's and here's and the other thing that's going to happen on it as we go forward. And college football starts this playoff. There's going to be more interest in that college football playoff the last three weeks of the NFL regular season than there is on the NFL games. When football start, college football starts, it's March Madness. You watch. Because well, the timing of, of you the, better, the right. You better get ready for the 18th game. <laughs> I know. I know it's going to happen. I'm just coming. telling you. It's coming. I'm telling you, the more games you play, the less valuable the games are. And let's be real, guys. Now, you start talking about playing more games, then you get into, okay, well, what happened with the, the, the sympathy in regards to the players themselves and their health? Then you go back to DeMar, right? And now you're like, okay, do they really care about these players? But, hey, th- but then you only play two preseason. I, I can just tell you from my own perspective, following this team, I felt like these last three games were preseason games because it had already been determined this team's going to the playoff. Yeah, but they, where do they go in the playoffs? Exactly. We, still have, we still have a chance yep. to get home field advantage. There was not See, much one. But, but, but when yeah. Jalen Hurts goes down, <laughs> there then was, there's a difference. There, there was not much of one, I let me tell you. tell you, don't take that argument to Jacksonville. They wouldn't be in the playoffs. Or Detroit. Or Detroit. Or Green Bay. Or Seattle. Yeah. So that's the only – with us, I, yes, it, that I may disagree. be the, the outlook. But with these teams, that was crucial. I just – I look around and I see <laughs> way too many third-string quarterbacks playing in Week 18. All right. We continue with more mix Shots tomorrow at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!